0: Yeah, yeah, welcome to episode eight of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Schultz, and this week, I would like to have a serious podcast. This week, there is a lot to talk about. From the homophobic people attacking Sierra because she officiated a gay wedding, down to LaVar Ball's comments on ESPN First Take. LaVar Ball was on ESPN First Take, and he made some comments, which I feel were taken out of context. Also, Matthew knows made a comment about Beyonce's career being as big as it is now in relation to Kelly Rowland because of her skin tone and I believe that there is a lot of truth to that so stay tuned episode 8 lunchroom cheddar podcast baby Now, before I start this podcast, if any one of you guys would like to make a financial contribution to my podcast, you guys can do so by clicking the link, which is, um, I believe in the description of this podcast, it says become a supporter, or you can follow me on Instagram, which is NYC underscore story 718. And you can also become a supporter there. You can donate. I believe the lowest is 99 cents and the highest is 999. Now, you guys are not obligated to donate. The simple fact that you guys take time out of your busy lives to listen to what I have to say and to just give me feedback on my podcast, I appreciate that. But for those of y'all who would love to go the extra mile and donate to my podcast, everything is appreciated. It don't matter if it's 99 cents, if it's 4.99, or if it's 9.99. So thank you guys. Let's get into it. welcome to episode 8 of the lunchroom chatter podcast um let's get into laval ball now i'm probably not gonna spend too much time talking about um laval ball because i don't feel he said something with malicious intent now i understand the way it seems his reply to what she said can be misconstrued as him sexually harassing her but how he said it his tone when he said it he was not saying anything that was sexual in nature and i truly believe that her mind was in the gutter and i say this because as a black man there were many times in school where a female said something to me and i replied and then the whole class jumped out the window saying oh shit! did you hear what he said it's just like like there's some things you can say as a man that can be taken out of context now i am not on here defending laval ball saying that laval ball was quote-unquote set up or like whatever the case may be he wasn't set up but what i am defending is that the fact that as a man everything we do we are not sexually harassing women. laval ball has made similar comments on shannon and skip now, if you have ever seen lavar ball on shannon and skip he goes off topic a lot so there are times where they have to reel him back in because if not the motherfucker probably talked for about three hours about some bullshit so molly she was trying to rear him back in she said matter of fact let me just pull it up she said something about can we switch gears right quick because the nigga was just talking for like five minutes about some bullshit, and he said you can switch gears with me anytime, meaning that like he understands the niggas, he's off topic, so he was perfectly okay with her kind of steering him back on topic. Now, like I said, I understand how it seems and how a, it may have come off in a sexual kind of way, but that is not what he was trying to do, man. Let me pull up this um. Here we go. now, I don't see it. Yeah. Let me pull up this real quick. Look at this bullshit. That's not the right one. I'm trying to pull it up. I mean, I'm sure by now you guys have seen it. And you guys have, you know, formed your own opinions in regards to, to what he said. But as a black man, there are many times where, like, I've been at work and I've told the female, Oh, I like them shoes. Them shoes is nice. And then by me saying that, the female believes i'm looking at her legs i'm looking at her ass so it's like as a man like it's not much you can say now because all of all ball did was reply to a comment she made like i said like can like what he said can it be said in a sexual way yes it can so do not think that i am naive to not understand That what LaVar Ball said can be Taken in a sexual Way But his demeanor and his Tone when he said it He was not sexually Harassing her live on Air and I can't find this Fucking clip I'm trying to find this damn Clip but well Let me just play what he said I guess in response To In response to all the people Talking shit Here we go let me pull it up Oh, that's not it. Damn, I can't find nothing today, man. But getting back to the topic, um, I think Des Bryant last night, he came to the defense. You know, if you don't know Des Bryant, he was the um, former wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. He came to the defense of LeVar Ball. He said, I know I'm late, but I just got around to watching Laval Ball's comments. Molly, you owe LeVar Ball an apology because that was not the way he meant it. He didn't. Let me. I'm trying to find this damn clip, man. Here we go. I'm gonna be banned
1: and I don't work for them. (laughs) I gotta be banned from ESP, I got my own show. was your comment? What was your comment? I mean, when they could switch gears at any time. I mean, us, we didn't see it. I I don't
0: even have to respond to that on the fact that. I meant no sexual intent, or nothing on the fact that switch gears means change topics to me. Right, right. Her mind in the gutter if she thinking something else. Only time I hit on her if she breaking in my house and I mistake her for the boogeyman. Hey, I like it. But now, um, like I said, it's tough. Like the man is always gonna get the short end of the stick, and if you have watched, well, if you have listened to my podcast weekly. You know, I have no issue with calling out men who do dumb shit. So if this is your first time listening to my podcast and you have this assumption, oh, this is just a man who's defending another man, you got me fucked up. You have me mistaken. That is not the case. But like I said, this is my opinion. If you feel differently and you and you feel that Laval Boy was making Sexually explicit comments towards molly live on tv then i respect your opinion but based on me being a man and watching his tone when he said it in his demeanor the motherfucker was just saying molly i understand what you're saying we can change topics he was not saying it as yeah you know if me and you was in bed we could change positions anytime the nigga was not saying that shit live on air but um, I ain't going to waste too much time on this topic, man. Let's get into some more shit. We'll be back soon. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. Stay tuned. Welcome back to episode eight of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. But a topic that, that I want to spend some time on today was in regards to what Matthew Knows said. And everybody should know that Matthew Knowles is Beyonce's father. and He made a comment that Beyonce's career is as big as it is now, as opposed to Kelly Rowland's. And it has to do with their skin complexion. Now, a lot of people may take what he said and kind of take offense to it. But I feel as if there is so much truth in that statement. Because if we look at talented, well, let's keep it on on the female tip. If we look at talented females like India Iree, like Jill Scott, like there are many out there, even like Fantasia, who are super talented, whose careers should be three to four times bigger than what they are. Now, I'm not saying that their careers are struggling. Like, they have fan bases. I mean, of course, their fan bases, like, they can't hold a candle to Beyonce's fan base. But their fan bases should be way bigger than what they are. Like, these artists drop projects every single year. And how many songs do we hear on the radio? None. How many songs do we hear get any kind of exposure none now Jill Scott she releases amazing music India Iree releases amazing music Fantasia has an album coming out which I'm pretty sure the mainstream is not going to listen to and I feel as if a lot of it has to do with skin complexion now I am not saying that darker artists do not have the talent but sometimes they do not get the exposure because if we look at any rap video today, like a lot of male artists like getting, I guess what they call them, the light skin woman, the like the lighter complexion model. And like, I hate that it's like that. Like I see so many videos from artists that people see as I guess being like top tier but like when they release music videos, the females are always of a light complexion. Because I mean, and I hate that because there are so many sexy, beautiful dark skin females. Now, one person who I have a crush on. And if you know me, you know, I do not like celebrities and I don't like them because they are normal people. So I do not idolize celebrities, but Lupita, I repeat, Lupita, she is sexy, man. Every time I see Lupita come across my screen, my Instagram, anywhere, and she has that, oh, that dark chocolate with the light haircut. Her legs just, oh, her legs just look like, oh, like long chocolate Hershey's melt duds. (laughs) And I know I sound a little creepy right now. I probably sound like Laval Ball, but Lil Peter is sexy. And that is why I enjoy the fact that Jordan Peele her. and what was his last movie, Us? Lupita gets a lot of big roles and like every time I see Lupita in a role, I smile inside because there are so many talented artists out here, actors, actresses that do not get like that kind of recognition. And I hate that it's like that. Now, this is not a less bash Beyonce because she is of a lighter complexion the topic it's not but i feel i mean of course beyonce's talent her work ethic her drive her beauty and of course like her like her singing is unmatched like i understand that beyonce is talented but there are many out here who have that who have those same characteristics but i mean their skin tone may hold them back. Every time I hear India re any kind of music from India re I mean, she is, man, she talented. And she fine too. Do not sleep on India re India re is fine. But going back to what Matthew No said, I mean, Kelly Rowland, she has had, she has had success since Destiny Child finished. biggest song I believe was it was it Motivation with Lil Wayne I believe that a big reason I mean obviously a big reason that Motivation was so big was because Lil Wayne at the time was one of the biggest artists in the rap industry so anything he got on was a hit now the song was catchy even without Lil Wayne but Lil Wayne played a big part into propelling that song to like the to, I guess like the height that it reached But Beyonce Now Beyonce I mean of course like with Destiny's Child She was a lead singer And like I, like I understand that lead singers In groups They always kind of have better Like careers Solo careers As opposed to Like the number 2 in the group The number 3 What was the other group? Um B2K I mean, of course, if we look at everybody's solo career, of course Omarion had the biggest career, and then after that, and shit. I mean, J-Bug, nah, he he hasn't really had much of a solo career. Who else, Lil' Fizz, his career. I mean, he tried, Lil' Fizz tried. Let me, let me play a Lil' Fizz song. I remember it was one song Lil' Fizz came out with. Like, a song that I thought was gonna bubble shit ain't do much though let me damn I can't find no no Lil Fizz song on YouTube god damn I thought Lil Fizz has some songs what the hell is good lotion let me play this song real quick I don't know what the fuck is a good lotion but alright this is Lil Fizz good lotion I'm not gonna play this whole shit cause I don't wanna hear this shit I didn't even know Lil Fizz had music out. Is the song going, look at the video. Nothing but light-skinned females. I don't see no dark-skinned females in here, man. Now, is the song going to start? Let me skip the song. What are we gonna to get to the? Damn, how long is the intro, nigga? Yo this is the longest fucking intro Oh my fucking god You waited 45 seconds To start the song for this bullshit I gotta turn this shit off That song is trash man Now I take back my point As to why well, in regards to what I said about light-skinned artists having it better, because Lil Fizz is light-skinned to the motherfucker, but with music like that, that shit ain't gonna go nowhere. But what was I talking about? Back to um the point about Matthew Knowles. I mean, what he said was true, man. But um something else I want to talk about. Let me. What the fuck? I, oh, Sierra, man. Did y'all see the gay people attack Sierra? Let me pull up the quote firsthand because I don't know why there's so much hatred for the gay community. Now, me being a straight male, now would I like if a if a man hollered at me? No. But do I feel some kind of way knowing that there are men out here who like women i don't because if someone is gay it does not affect your life someone being gay has nothing to do with you now me growing up in new york city in the bronx new york like new york city there are so many gay people and one thing i do like about new york city is that people in new york who are gay like a lot of them they are confident in, in who they are as opposed to Atlanta because I live in Atlanta now and I meet so many men who have fiances who have girlfriends, but behind closed doors they have a man. Now, I'm gonna tell y'all a story. Um I used to drive um a school bus in um Athens Clark County, which is a part here in Georgia, and There was a 17-year-old transgender student who rode my bus. And one day, the last day of school, this transgender student, they was born a male, but they identified as a female, which was cool with me. And I dropped her off one day at her house, and there was a man waiting there for her in a car. So the next day, you know, I didn't ask who it was, but the next day she came and she told me, she said, John, did you see that man at my house when you dropped me off? I said, yes, I did. Was that your father? She said, no, that is my boyfriend. Now, keep in mind that this man looked like he was about 40 to 45 years old. And I said oh that's your boyfriend And then she proceeded to show me Pictures of this man He had a wife and three kids Now We have this this Perception that when someone Is gay Like they may walk a certain kind of way They may talk a certain kind of way To where you can easily identify That the person is gay This man did not look gay at all This man dressed, I don't want to kind of label him, but he dressed as someone who may have been in a gang. He dressed as someone who I can see as being homophobic. But the fact that this man had a wife and three kids, three kids, and she told me, That he was messing with her because his wife got on his nerves and he always wondered how it would be to be with a man. That is why he was carrying on a secret affair with a 17 year old transgender student. Now, have I been hit on by men before? Yes. When I first came to Georgia, you know how like when you apply for like an apartment I went into this apartment complex in Statesboro, Georgia. I filled out an application. And now, you know, when you fill out a leasing application, you have to put your name, your phone number, your address and shit like that. So I went, I filled out the application. I put my phone number, my address and everything on the paper. So I went home and it was 930 at night. And I received the text message and the text message was, it said, do you get down? Now I'm confused at this time. I've been in Georgia, maybe about a month. I lived in New York city my whole life. So I've been in Georgia for one month. So I have no idea who is texting me from a Georgia number asking me, do I get down? And I replied, I said, who is this? And they said, I would tell you, but I'm scared to lose my job. But I would like to know, do you get down? You have some pretty eyes. And I just would like to get to know you. Now, at this time, I didn't reply back. Because I was thinking, this person said, I would tell you but I don't want to lose my job so that made me think oh the only other way I guess someone can have my number is if they took it off the leasing application and then I thought back and then I realized that the guy who was well the guy who took my application he was gay And I knew that because, you know, I'm not stereotyping, but you know, he, he walked gay, you know, he talked gay, he popped his tongue. He was on the phone, you know, saying like a lot of gay shit to where I knew he was gay. Now, did it bother me that the person helping me was gay? No, because I don't really care. Like if someone is, if someone is gay, they're gay. Like it's not affecting me. Like I respect anybody who lives their one life in a way that makes them happy. But once I realized that the person who took my number off my application was the gay dude that worked inside the leasing office, I was pissed. Now, this um apartment complex, they called me back, I guess so I can, you know, live there. And when I went back, I noticed the gay dude was still working there. But at this time, like once he seen me walk in, he got up and he went to the back and he never came back out. And now once I signed my lease and I went back to my car, he came back out the back and he sat down at his desk. That only confirmed for me that it was him. Now, was I pissed or like did I go to his superior and get him fired? No, no. Now, some people back then said that maybe I should have got him fired, which I understand. But I understand that, you know, what he did is what a lot of men do during the summertime. Now, females, y'all know that as you walk down the street in the summertime, a lot of men hit on you. There are a lot of men who you have not even met in real life who go out of their way to get your number from your friend. They may go on Facebook and look and like find your number in like the Facebook kind of info section and like like they find your number. They may find your Instagram page by stalking your friend and checking her friends list and finding you. So it's like I didn't want to get him fired from his job for hitting on me. Now, did it make me feel kind of weird? Yes, but like I said, like I don't understand why people hate gay people so much now if there's a show i guess on tv to where you feel this show it sends negative images to society because it portrays like gay elements then don't watch the fucking show because the other week there was um they were talking about um the kids tv show author and how I guess the character on the show, Mr. Ratburn, he was marrying a man. And it sparked a huge outrage because people was so appalled that the that the um this kid's program was showing I guess a gay marriage. But my thing is that if that's the way you feel, and you do not want you or your kids to see a kid's TV show portraying gay elements, then don't watch the fucking show. You are not obligated to watch anything. But going back to Sierra, I'm trying to pull up the... Let me pull up this shit, man. Because um, she was at a wedding and I believe she officiated the gay wedding and people, they was just leaving they was leaving stupid ass comments like pissed off at her kind of trashing her for even attending the wedding saying that she was sending negative negative vibes into like society that can affect kids that can i guess make kids become gay now if someone is gay they're going to be gay if someone is straight they're going to be straight because like i grew up around gay people now like I said me being a straight man I'm straight I love women, but when I seen gay people and I guess like men kissing and things like that did it make me want to I guess want to experiment with men hell no because I like what I like but like I said I'm not going to trash someone for liking what they like that's a part of life like we have to understand that not everybody is gonna like what the fuck we like now my favorite cereal is honey bunches of oats a lot of people hate that fucking cereal but like if your favorite cereal is cornflakes i'm not gonna knock you for liking cornflakes just because i don't like cornflakes That is one thing we have to stop doing, especially amongst minorities, amongst my people, amongst black people, because we get so pissed when other races talk about us, kind of like stigmatize us or look at us in a certain kind of way, as opposed to who we really are. But minorities, especially black people, we are so judgmental. Because, and like, I don't know why, but like, it hurts me so much when I see black people, especially people I know, they may make a post, they may say something about gay people that's hurtful. And it hurts me even being a straight black man because we get one life. Like anyone, any one of us can wake up today And this can be our last day on earth. Any one of us can go to Walmart later. It could be a fucking mass shooter. Just come inside the store. And we're gone. So the fact that some people believe that they can tell someone how to live their life. Is appalling to me. And it's hurtful. And it's 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 ignorant. Because I I mean I have a friend who's gay Now Growing up as a child Like did I have notions That this person may be gay I did Did it like I guess affect me Or make me want to hang with that person Less because I May have known this person was gay No Because to me Like someone being my friend Is fully Dependent on how someone's heart is How someone carries themselves Someone's demeanor Someone's goals How someone interacts with other people Like if someone has qualities that Shows them to be a great person That shows them to be Someone who can help me propel myself Into being the person I would like to be I'm not going to cut this person off Or not be friends with them Or like spew hatred upon them because they may be gay or because they are gay. And I feel like we have to stop doing that as people. Now, like I said, if someone is gay and you don't agree or like you hate gay people, that is okay. But do not make it seem as if because you hate gay people, everybody else has to hate gay people because a lot of people um they be annoyed by what i say because you know i'm always advocating for gay people and i do it because i'm not saying that like i advocate for gay people because i want everybody's sons to be gay i don't but like i try to look at things like from like a perspective outside of just my own because i have a son and i would like to have more kids one day and i like i think about like what if one day <clears throat> i have a daughter or i have a son and they come to me and tell me dad i'm gay like because i'm homophobic i guess in a because i'm homophobic like hypothetically speaking does that mean i now hate my son does that now mean because I hate gay people that I am disowning my son? Because like I said, being in Georgia, it has opened my eyes up to a lot because I know someone who was in their 20s and they're gay. And now when they went home and told their parents, and this is the female I'm talking about. When she went home and told her parents that she's gay, they cut her off. Her dad and her mom. They haven't spoke to her in two and a half years. And that shit hurts because this is your child. This is someone you created, someone you raised. And because someone's lifestyle preferences may be different from your own, that does not mean you should now hate your seed. But we have a we have a long way to go as black people. I mean, we really do. Now, I'm not on my podcast bashing black people because people hate gay people of all races, blacks, white, Mexicans, whoever. But like I said, if you aren't gay and you are fully comfortable with yourself and who you are, especially, I'm I'm speaking for men because a lot of men bash other gay men. Now, I, like, I can understand if every time you go outside, you get hit on by gay men, but that does not happen like that. Like, I've been hit on by gay men maybe three times, and I've been living in Atlanta about eight years. So it rarely, if ever, happens. But if you are 100% confident in who you are as a person, you are 100% confident. Well, 100% confident in your sexuality as a man and that you know you love women, someone being gay should not affect who you are. It should not make you spew your hatred onto that person. But next up um I want to talk real quick about credit. I spoke about credit amongst the black community in my Instagram a couple days ago because a lot of black people when we're young we don't have good credit and a lot of the times that may be due to our parents not being as smart financially as they should be or they put bills and shit in our name that because we are young we assume it doesn't matter but once you grow older and like you finish high school especially after you finish college and you realize that everywhere you go you now need a cosigner because your credit is fucked up so now next up i'm gonna talk about credit real quick and um i feel as if that is a great informative way to end this podcast so if you got bad credit stay tuned up next we're talking about credit Welcome back to episode 8 of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Um, I would like to end this podcast off talking about something that's not ghetto, that's not controversial. I would like to talk about credit. Because me being a black man, like I never understood the importance of good credit until I graduated college. And recently, well, I've always known... But it has been brought to my attention that a lot of people my age have bad credit. Now, because you have bad credit, it is not a death sentence. You can fix your credit to where your credit is presentable, to where it's fair, to where it's good or even excellent. But you have to be patient and you have to practice good spending habits because you have to realize that credit cards are not made to help you. In my opinion, credit cards are made to put you in debt. What's it, 2019? Um. In 2016, my credit score was a 548 in 2016. It is 2019, my credit score is over 750 now it is not a one-night fix to improve your credit score because in 2016 like I said my credit score was a 548 the following summer my credit score was a 690 so my credit score went up 142 points in 12 months now if you have many credit cards and you spend recklessly I mean it probably will be hard to save your credit because you put yourself in such a hole in regards to debt. But if you do not have credit card debt and all you have is like maybe four to five things in your collections. And your credit score is low. Please look into getting a secured credit card. Now, a secured credit card is It's kind of like a regular credit card, but it is a credit card that you get when you cannot get approved for a normal credit card. But the big difference with a secured credit card is you have to pay to get it. And that is something that deters people from getting a secured credit card because they think about why am I paying to get a credit card? You are paying because your credit is fucked up and you cannot get a credit card on your own but look at it as you paying this money to get a secured credit card it will dramatically improve your score i am telling you from first-hand knowledge i realized that being a 26 year old black man going in places like even for like apartments for a car rental they check your credit And now, it is embarrassing being a 28-year-old man and you go to apply for an apartment complex and you are told you need a cosigner. When you are a grown-ass man, your credit should be good enough to where you can apply and you can get approved without having to ask your mama to cosign for you. Now, like I said, my credit score was a 548. I was 26 years old. I realized that my credit score was bad now me being raised by a single mother and i'm not blaming my mother but then again i am because when i was 20 years old i realized that i had bills in my name that were not mine but they were in my name because my mother her credit was so bad she put bills in my name i had a verizon bill in my name that i had no idea was even in my name and then my mother but um i guess because she was never raised on having good spending habits she put stuff in my name and then decided not to pay them or i guess she could not know like well she could no longer afford the payments and eventually that stuff ended up on my credit and you know black mamas when stuff get on your credit they tell you do not worry in seven years that will be off your credit and to me that is bullshit because seven years is about 12 percent of your life on Earth. So I'm wasting 12 percent of my life on Earth. Just for some things to leave my credit so I can therefore be able to apply for certain things or even get a house. When it should not be like that. So look, let me tell you. all in 2016, like I said, my credit score was a 548. I applied for a secured credit card. Now, to get that credit card, I paid, I believe, $500 to my bank, Bank of America. Now, if your credit is poor, you will most likely get approved for a secured credit card because you are paying to get it and your balance on that secured credit card is whatever you deposit onto the card. So I paid $500 my bank therefore i received a a credit card that had a credit limit of 500 dollars now only use the credit card for like gas maybe food like small things and then as you use it pay it back immediately therefore your credit balance remains low now like i said my credit score was a 548 as soon as my credit card hit my credit, because as soon as you get approved for a credit card, that goes onto your credit report. My, my credit score jumped 36 points based off the simple fact that I now had a secured credit card. So my score went from a 548 up to a 584 solely because I now had a secured credit card. Now, when you get a credit card, you you, like you don't want to go over 30 percent of your limit. So I never went over 30 percent of five hundred dollars. And then as the months went on, I continued to make good payments. I continued to keep my balance low. So every time I got the bill in the mail, my bill was zero dollars because as I spent, I paid it back immediately. And then within nine months of having my secured credit card, my bank gave me back my $500 because I used my credit card well and it showed good spending habits. So while you have to make a deposit to get the credit card with good spending habits, you get your deposit back. And then within two months of getting my deposit back, my bank increased my credit card limit from $500 to $3,000. Now, that is where it gets scary because the fact that you have a credit limit of $300, some people see it as I can spend $3,000 on an item right now. And that is a bad way of looking at it because if you spend $3,000 on an item right now, you probably don't have the money to pay it back. And that is where you get caught up with a high bill. And then they add on interest month after month because you cannot pay it back so like i said if you got bad credit just like follow what i said like please get a secured credit card and i'm telling you with good spending habits month after month after month within a year your credit score will rise dramatically and once it does and you are then approved for a normal credit card just stay within your limits If you cannot afford something, do not buy it. Like stop buying things that are about $2,000 knowing you cannot pay it back. It feels good to get it at the time. But the fact that you have to pay it back, it can harm you. So just take these tips and what I said, and I hope that you guys improve your credit. Like I said, if you have about five to six credit cards, and you have been spending bad for decades, you will need more than a secured credit card because you probably done fucked your credit card, well, you probably fucked your credit up so much to where it's gonna take a while to recover. But if you have no credit card debt and your credit score is low, please look into getting a secured credit card. Next, I have a song from my guy, Louis Skye in the podcast my man lewis sky stay tuned this song right here is by my guy lewis sky this is off his project entitled while they sleep this is lewis sky with premiere
1: of those nights uh, that I need somebody here with me Uh, that's what I need I can promise you Hey. Cause you never know how far this could take you So you better shoot out on me like it's your debut Put me that body back Put me that body tonight For me, show me all that shit you be talking about When you out with your friend If you saw me, you would do this Let me see you do it then Put that shit to me, baby Show me up, buddy, tonight. me, you know when you come over. We skip the I'ma eat all the talking, on that Uber, buddy. don't you feel like Sunday, your hands up, surrendering like you give up, like you give up, have mercy, have mercy. I'm, I'm in need of your water But i am never curse I'm the last to care Consider who I am Show up for me When I go deep, you're gonna need a damn I'ma each other I'ma make you wear I'm All my colors Just be about that ash And above everything don't try to show me you not like that baby, baby, hey. baby hey. Cause you never know how far this could take you So you better show out on me like it's your debut. Hey. you. me that body, back. me that body tonight me. Show me all that shit you be talking about when you out with your friends if you saw me, you would do this. Let me see you do it. Then, give that shit to me, baby. Show me that, me that body tonight, for me.